Hey guys, welcome to the Kingdom Dynamics Podcast. I'm Jonathan. I'm a Christian just like you. I believe that Jesus Christ is King and Lord, that He owns my life, that He is seated at the right hand of God, and so are you and I. We are hidden in Christ Jesus. We will judge the angels. We have the authority to forgive sins on the earth and we look just like our Father God. I want to invite you to understand the message that Jesus preached so that you can bear fruit 30, 60 and 100 times what was sown. We do that by understanding the yeast of the Pharisees and weeding it out of our mind, the yeast of Herod, politics, and weeding that out of our thinking. We do it by taking away the worries of the world and the deceitfulness of wealth that choke the seed. Come with me into the kingdom and expand it today. Okay, so Jonathan here, Melbourne Underground Church, Kingdom Dynamics Podcast. What I know is that people have been marked as property by the you know one world government the illuminati whatever you want to call them you've been genetically marked um, you are now property of the of the government and the bible says that uh, he who remains to the end he will be saved he who did not love his life unto death if you love the world the love of the father is not in you so hopefully you didn't get vaccinated to be able to go on a holiday or play golf or go to the movies. Because if you're a Christian, then you've obeyed the Lord who said you need to die to yourself. You need to lose your life to find it. And I found that 1 Peter is the best book in the Bible. I mean, every book's the best book as I read it. But it says here, Now, because of your obedience to the truth, have you obeyed the truth? Have you? Have you exchanged the truth for a lie? You see, this is, this is delusion. This is not, not deception and ignorance. Ignorance is what you don't know. But once you've been born again, it becomes a choice. And we exchange the truth of God for a lie. We have a hundred days of communion going on right now. I'm up to day 53, 54. And it's been really good because it's the opposite of Antichrist, which is defined as he who denies the Son. So we are proclaiming the Son. Every time we take communion, we proclaim Jesus Christ, the Son of God, dead, resurrected, and seated at the right hand of God. And it reminds me that Jesus, he said he's going to vomit the lukewarm church out of his mouth. And this is what I've seen. This is what I've seen. And you see, the reason you put a lamp on a lampstand is to increase the breadth, the, the spread of the light of the candle. 
because he, he refers to the church as the lampstand. So we are the light of the world. We are the candles individually. And then the lampstand is the church. That is, that is the, the vehicle that, that elevates us. So the apostles, the prophets, the teachers and evangelists, they are there to identify you. You're a gift. You're a gift. You have the gift of, of mercy, the gift of helps, the gift of administration, the gift of financial contribution, the gift of working of miracles. And we equip you for the working of ministry. And the church is meant to elevate you. The church is meant to give you a, 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 a lift up, a higher place, you know, because you have someone around you to teach you, to equip you, to lay hands on you, to encourage you, to rebuke you, to correct you. Unfortunately, I didn't see that happening and I didn't leave because of my own opinion. I stayed and I stayed and I stayed and I stayed and I stayed for 25 years and then I, God told me to leave because for, for my own, yeah, I don't need to go into that. Um, I'm not saying that, that your church is a bad church. I'm just saying that Jesus told me that he is going underground. He said, you will not find me in an above ground church. You will not find me. And that's not to say that there are not Christians in the above ground church at the moment. And anywhere that two or more gather, Jesus is with them, yes. And But what I feel him saying is preparatory. It's, conti- it's not a contingency because it's already happened. But I believe that there is so much compromise, not because of the Christians, but because of this world system. See, we're meant to be in the world, but not of the world. But if you have to wear a mask and you have to be vaccinated and you have to stand six feet apart and who knows what else is coming, that the, you can't pray for a homosexual, you can't, you know, you can't preach in certain ways, you can't hire certain staff, you can't prohibit the employment. I mean, there, there comes a point where we need to return to Ephesians chapter 4 and say that the church, according to the Bible, is a spiritual house. So it can be in your home, it can be in your church building, but it is a spiritual house, so it doesn't matter. You know, democracy can work anywhere, capitalism can work anywhere. The kingdom works in democracy, the kingdom works in communism, the kingdom works worked under totalitarian Rome, and it can work under totalitarian Dan. (laughs) Sorry, God, forgive me. Not Dan. It's not his fault. But this whole world is under the sway of the evil one. And so you are effective because you are light. It doesn't matter where you are, but you need the body. You need the body of Christ. You need people to pray for you. You know, I don't know, we don't know, Jesus said, we don't know the sheep and the goats. He said, do not weed. So I'm not in the process of weeding. I'm not going to weed out of my church those who I think 
are goats. Okay, that's up to God. He said at the end of the age. So right now we're under grace. So you can repent if you've received the mark because we're under grace. But there is going to be a moment when the Holy Spirit is removed. And Jesus said that the world cannot receive him. Jesus said that the Holy Spirit will bring conviction of sin, of righteousness, and of judgment. So when he goes, there will be no conviction of sin. There will be no ability to repent, ever. That is going to be the day. That is going to be a bad day. I don't want to be on earth that day. I don't want to be here. I want to be taken. I don't want to be around. That would be the worst. That would be the worst. Okay, that would be people unrestrained. And we know that as long as we're here, do you understand? We are the church. We are the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost needs a body. He doesn't just float around on the waters like in the book of Genesis. He he is the spirit of Christ and we are the body of Christ. Where is your spirit? Your spirit is in your body. His spirit is in his body and that's you. So the moment the Holy Spirit leaves, you and I will leave. That's just the way it's going to be. So that's going to happen. Whether it happens today or in a thousand years, it doesn't bother me. Because we are now under grace. We're not under judgment. Jesus Christ was judged. Jesus Christ was punished. The wrath of God was poured out upon him. The Bible says that the law came through Moses, but grace and truth. Grace is the ability to receive God. Grace is being treated better than you deserve. And truth is reality. So the ability to repent and the reality of the kingdom came through Jesus Christ. The law came through Moses. So I believe right now we can repent as long as the Holy Spirit is here, but there will be a moment when he's taken. Now, I know that biblically speaking, there are a lot of things that are happening right now. It's not just the wars and the rumors of wars and the deceitfulness of wealth, and it's not just the the love of many growing cold and the earthquakes and the pestilences. It's the fact that there, it's the t- perfect timing. You see, Jesus came when Rome was around. 400 years earlier, there was no Rome in the way that was able to propagate the gospel. People, if Jesus came 400 years earlier, his message would have stayed in Judea. But because of the aqueducts, because of the roads, because of the language, you know, because of the currency, because of the kingdom of Rome, the gospel was able to be preached instantaneously across the whole world. And we live in, a, in another time. Jesus said, just like in the days of Noah. So in the days of Noah was similar. The earth had reached a tipping point. And we have reached another tipping point right now. Rome didn't exist a couple of hundred years after Christ. But right now, we have everything is ready. We have the technology. We have the ability to communicate the gospel to the ends of the world. Today, through the media, through each other, through the internet, and through global travel, global trade, we've never been in a position where the Antichrist could take a global seat of power. 
where everyone in the world could receive a mark so that they cannot buy or sell. I don't know. I don't know. I would not say for sure. But it doesn't look good. Really, it doesn't look good. Uh, because I, I, couldn't, I couldn't buy or sell. I mean, I can now. I can now, not because I'm vaccinated, but because the rules have changed. But we're living in a world that showed us in the last two years, the world revealed itself that we're not making decisions based on God or based on love or based on the truth. We're, we are, as a global community, totally subject, slaves to, to the very few, to the political whim. You see, you know, people didn't want us in their house because we were unvaccinated. Now suddenly we're, we're not a threat. What changed? Nothing changed. I didn't change. I'm not any more or less dangerous. The only thing that changed was the media narrative. You know, and so this may come and go, but what we know is that Satan is going to try to mark everybody on earth. He's going to force them, the beast and the false prophet and all that, he's going to force them to worship him. Okay, so what is worship? Worship is where you put your attention. Worship is where you put your money. Worship is where you put your affection. Worship is where you put your time. So let's do that. Let's take communion every day. Let's put our attention, our time, our affection and our money on the King of Kings, on Jesus Christ. I think it's important to be a little bit informed, but we don't want to worship we don't want to look too much into these world events because Jesus told us that these things will come. There will be wars and rumors of wars and there will be the falling away, which we saw. We're seeing it now and we're going to see more of it. But, but he said, these things will come. But you, you, he said in Matthew 24, you preach the kingdom. He said, this message will be preached. This message of the kingdom will be preached. So I want to put a plug. Oh my God. Kevin Zadai. I love Dr. Kevin and Kathy Zadai and uh, his videos. Some of them are just straight from the throne room. Everything he says is a description of the kingdom that I have observed, that I've experienced, that I've studied, that I have seen. And he has an ability, you know, because he's been to heaven, because he's had those encounters with Jesus, like Paul did, like John did. This is scriptural. He's seen the other side, you know, and you and I see the other side through the word of God, but he's seen it. And so did John, and so did Paul, and Peter had a vision. So we, we you know, in the New Testament, we hear through angels, we hear the word of God, through angels, through visions, through Jesus himself appearing. This this is scriptural. So, you know, be careful, be, be discerning, test the spirits. But what he says is a perfect description of the kingdom. Because he, he somehow, because he's seen the other side, he cuts through religion and politics. That's the problem we have down here is the kingdom is in a person. 
That's what Jesus said. He said, the kingdom, listen, this is really critical, guys. The kingdom is at hand. The kingdom is within reach. The kingdom is within you. It's a domain. You know, the government is within the president. You know, the government is within the ambassador. If the ambassador to Australia from America was to be in any sort of physical danger, the US military would come. You know, the government would come to protect the kingdom, to protect the government. He's just a man. He's not just a man. He is the United States. Where he goes, you know, even the ambassador's embassy in Melbourne, it is the US soil. It is not Australia. You understand that? So it's the same with you and I. The kingdom is within us, but the the yeast of the Pharisees is in our mind. You see, when you read the Bible, the Holy Spirit in you is is screaming the truth at you, but you don't receive it because your mind needs to be renewed. Your mind has the yeast of the Pharisees. Your mind, my mind, has the yeast of Herod. And we have to weed those those weeds out of our mind. We've got to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. That's what my ministry is about. That's what my preaching is about. It's about communicating the kingdom message of Jesus Christ, which is a seed. Now, you have a seed. You either have God's seed or you have Satan's seed. There were two seeds in Genesis. Read it. There was a seed of Satan, which Jesus crushed the head, the authority of that seed. And that's what he did on the earth. And then there's a seed of the kingdom, which was, you know, originally through Adam and then Christ. Listen, 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 23, for through the eternal and living word of God. That's Jesus. Through the eternal and living word of God, you have been born again. And this seed, I said this seed. What seed? The word of God. The word of Jesus is the seed. If you eat a mango and you, you know, you've, you've got the mango seed, and then if you plant that seed... You get a mango tree. So you and I have eaten Jesus. We've eaten him. That's the kingdom. Somebody just got it. Now, when we take communion, we are reenacting that. We are saying we eat Christ. We eat the kingdom. And this seed shall be planted within you. And listen to this. This is the good news. Can never be destroyed but will grow and live inside of you forever. Now, that's the Passion Translation. And Jesus said that the kingdom is like yeast that will grow. The kingdom is like yeast that will grow. It's like a tree. It's like a mustard seed that takes over the garden. The kingdom is expanding inside of you, and it wants to take over the earth because earth was a lost colony. You and I were meant to colonize earth as God, as God's ambassadors, little g. He's the king of kings. He's the capital K king of us little k kings. He owns heaven. We 
own the earth. That's the way it is. Psalm 8, Psalm 115, Genesis, Revelation. Father, I want to thank you for the revelation of the Spirit. I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you're here. And by the Holy Spirit, do I say, come, Lord Jesus, come. I pray for the people that they would be born again, that their eyes would be opened, and that they would be equipped for the working of ministry. Lord, I pray by the grace of Jesus that your angels would keep them on their track and you would put them back on track. All those listening to the sound of my voice would be put back in the driver's seat on the earth, up to date with your plan as you have written about them. There is a book in heaven that is written about you and I put you back on your track. In Jesus' name, God can redeem your time. Read Psalm 16. Your times are in his hands. And thank him that your steps are ordered by the Lord. No matter what you've done, no matter where you are, even if you've taken the vaccine, he can lead you step by step. I believe that deliverance is preventative, but if you know, we have made a lot of mistakes. You know, there is so much radiation, pesticides, you know, gravity, everything's taxing on us. Everything in this world is trying to kill us. You know, the radiation from your phone, from the electricity. I mean, our own bodies are radioactive. Microwave ovens, stress, medications, antibiotics, all these things. But God has found a way to keep you alive. And I believe that whatever your situation, we are living in a in an age of grace. And we can repent until we can't. That's what the Bible says. Seek the Lord while he may be found. While you can, while you're on the way. You know, we're, we are that person on the way to the judge. He said, while you're on the way to the judge, make amends quickly. Go to your brother and reconcile. You know, let's do that. Let's do that today as we take communion. As we listen to the Holy Spirit and repent, we will we will run to God and we will run to others and make amends. In Jesus' name. Bye for now.